What is wrong with the Republican Party? You are suffering under the highest inflation in 40 years, under a president with the lowest favorable rating since Harry Truman. Liberals with policies of letting more murderers out of jail and on no cash bail to kill again. Rationing of heating oil in the Northeast. Savings draining home electric and natural gas heating that you are going to suffer this winter. And Democrats went out and voted for all that to continue. It's like being a drug addict. I guess you haven't hit rock bottom yet. Mike Ramon, Republican here in Delaware, right? Barely, barely won his reelection. I mean, we're talking about like, what, dozens of votes? Here's what that means. Mike Ramon was the one who fought to return, return to seniors, Democrats, Republicans, everybody, and millennials, the money that Democrats took away from you to buy a house. Governor Carney added another percent in the transfer tax that you pay. It's the highest in the nation. Democrats said they need it more than you. Other Republicans joined him, and Democrats said no. Remember when they, they took away uh, 25% of your seniors' property tax? Remember that? Or was it Markel that added the 1%? Doesn't matter, it was the Democrats. And Ramon was a Republican who began the Delaware Republican movement to return the 25% of your senior citizens' property tax discount. Others joined in. Democrats said, no, the government needs it more than you do. How screwed up is the Republican Party that people will go out and vote themselves into pain and suffering? Seriously. Or maybe just people just don't know. I can't buy a house. Man, that 1%, $300,000, that's a $3,000. Yeah, because the Democrats who run the state of Delaware want that $3,000 and say that they deserve it more than you do. I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. This is not hype. This is truth. You know, you got that transfer tax. uh, You got the senior citizen discount rate. And yet uh, people will go out and vote themselves into more pain. Now, that is my question. What is wrong with the Republican Party? With that in mind, though... Take a look what happened nationwide. Not a red wave, but look at the Republicans who did win. For example, Mike DeWine in Ohio. Ron DeSantis, wow, is crushing win in, uh, in Florida. Hispanics came out in droves and said, yes, we want the Republican. But these are not the Trump Republicans. All right, let's get to somebody more sober on this issue. Someone sober as a judge. Jane Brady, who is chair of the Republican Party, uh, former Superior Court judge, also uh, Attorney General. Uh, We were talking last night because of the problems with ballots, paper ballots, that were, well, that were missing. Jane, I I got your call and your text message. WDEL News had it live on the air last night as well. Yeah, I mean, how many places ran out of paper ballots yesterday? I got calls about nine, nine of them. From Blackbird to McCain High School, Crossroads Church, um, a, a Presbyterian Church up on 202, um, they, they, you know, St. George's, uh, they, Waters Elementary, um, unbelievable and inexcusable. No, it's, it's massive. Go ahead, I'm sorry. You know, when the first call came in that they were out of ballots, uh, I think it was, uh, Waters Elementary, um, I texted Anthony Albans on his personal cell and said, hey, you know, you got the situation. You need to take care of it. People are waiting. 
and some of them won't. Um, and then I got a call that McCain High School had run out and they were telling people, you can't vote here. And they said, where can we vote? And they said, you can't vote anywhere else. And they were told to leave. Oh, my God. And I texted them again and I said, you know, do you have training for your people? Do they know why? How can this happen? Well, then there were six or seven more. So I really kind of let Anthony have it. And I like Anthony's personally, but this is inexcusable. Uh, once they ran out at one place, they should have called every polling location and said, assess the quantity of paper cards you have left that you haven't used. Uh, we didn't have the kind of turnout that should justify or even uh, cause them to run out of paper ballots. Um, I'm going to do an investigation. Did they run out in the city of Wilmington where the turnout maybe was the same percentage? Did they run out in other places? Why did they run out where they did? You know, it's a, it's a good, I'm glad you are because, and I want listeners to know Jane Brady also is, uh, you know, one of the two Republicans who took the lead on, on suing the state of Delaware when they were behaving, the Democrats who run the state behaving in an unconstitutional manner. Uh, they took on the state attorney general who unfortunately won reelection, um, and, and they defeated them because Jane Brady and Julianne Murray are more knowledgeable about the constitution, obviously, but, uh, if you if you're going to go out after this and uh, and investigate this, uh, I want to know. I mean, this is do you I don't know or do you can change any results? No, but I do know that this is inexcusable, and I don't want it to happen again. Because especially because it happened in areas where we, you know, a couple of uh, of our races were close, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, within at that point in time. Um, you know, we had uh, feedback on the number of Republicans and Democrats voting in that area. And, and Jim Weldon had worked so hard in the colonial region that, that we had real hopes for John Marino, for instance, you know, and and he didn't lose by that much. So do and you so- do you uh, have any reason to believe that, for example, in uh, the race between Eric Morrison and John Marino, that enough Republicans were turned away from the polls because of a lack of ballots? that Marino might have won? No, I don't. Okay. I can't say it would change it. Um, but but this does seem to be extraordinary uh, incompetence. Uh, I got text messages from people yesterday as well. One guy I know was at the Lombardi School, and he waited half an hour, and God bless him for waiting. But this is the real scandal, Jane. The real scandal is that people were told to leave, and they're not allowed to vote because... Uh, Anthony Albens' Department of Elections office did not have enough ballots. Is that how many That's people why we put out on our social media? And I was calling people in the media to say, please put out there, tell people if they're if they did turn away, if they didn't wait, go back. And if anybody says you can't focus, the polls are closed, call us right away. And please tell people, wait, if they're at the polls. So we put it out on our social media as soon as we found out about it. And you know what? This is not a partisan issue. We don't know who the people in line were going to vote for, whether they were Republican, Democrat, independent, socialist, whatever. We don't know that. What we do know is that it interfered with their franchise, and that's wrong. And um, it was unbelievably incompetent, even if you ran out by mistake, to not immediately 
check and correct everyone and make sure people knew to tell people to say, we'll get the ballots there quickly. That people waited 45 minutes at one location. Man, that's, that's insane. I, I do actually want mm-hmm. to commend one person with the Department of Elections publicly because when it comes to incompetence in a crisis like this, the hardest thing to do is to be that person in the front lines. Uh, you're pushed out yes. there to say, go talk to people. And and I'm going to say this because I, I know of many people who've worked in crisis communications. Some fumble, some do well. And I'm going to say this because she was on uh, WDL News last night and she was responsive. Mm-hmm. Kathleen Hartsky-Carter. Kathleen Hartsky-Carter had the most difficult and impossible job, which is to get in front of people and say, yes, this is the crisis. Here's what's happening. Here's what we're doing. And I would say to her credit, um, she almost made her her boss look good. I think she made her boss look as good as uh, she possibly could in, in a situation like this. You know, those of us in the media, we deal with the folks uh, who are public information officers, communications directors, things like that. But now this is something that I think Anthony Albans himself, our commissioner of elections, needs to stand in front of people and explain, here's what went wrong and uh, here's what we're going to do in the future, unless, of course... Uh, there are people who are going to call for his resignation. And it's my first question to you about this, Jane Brady, uh, because of this crisis that would call. Are you going to call for his resignation? Are you going to have an investigation first? What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to do an investigation first. I think it was almost exclusively Newcastle County. I'm trying to find out if one of the one of the places might have been in Kent. But I think it's almost exclusively Newcastle. So I'm definitely going to look at Anthony and what he's going to do about the staff there. We have, you know, we, we have a person that is a Republican that's the deputy director of Newcastle County. And I don't know why, um, you know, they didn't intervene when this was happening. We were in touch with him as well. So, uh, you know, why they didn't take the right approach and immediately make sure that it happened at one place, it wouldn't happen anywhere else, just as inexplicable to me. Okay, so if I can summarize, uh, Jane Brady, chair of the Republican Party, former attorney general and superior court judge, you want to have an investigation of what happened, fix the process and the results, and you're not looking to call for the resignation of our elections commissioner. You just want to know what the heck went wrong and to fix it going forward? Not at this time. Okay. You know, let's see what happens. Uh, it's um, a 302 521 just, I mean, just unbelievably incompetent, though. I, let this continue. I, no, I, I, I understand. No, it was stunning. Uh, I do want to get to a call. We got Danny for you, and then uh, let's talk about uh, some of the races. Danny, okay. hi. You're on with Jane Brady. Hello, Jane. Hi. Thank you for your vigilance. I, I, I appreciate your vigilance in this matter. A couple of little quirky things that bothered me about yesterday. So I, I'm a Rick knows me. I'm a I'm a social studies teacher in, in Newcastle County. And for about mm-hmm. 20 years, I've been involved uh, with a student poll worker program. I bet you mm-hmm. over the last 20 years, I've had well over 100 students work at the polls. This year, there was nothing on the elections website about the specifically the student poll worker. It almost seems like they eliminated that. There is information about being a poll worker, but there used to be... Right. Significantly, you know, for like for like juniors and seniors in high school, it was a different program, and that no longer no longer seems to exist. And I did not involve any high school students this year because I couldn't find any information. Make sure you participate in mock trial, and we, the people in Project Citizen, I'm on the 
Board of the Law Related Education Center. So I appreciate social studies teachers and civics teachers, believe me. Let's get to uh, a couple of races here. Oh, my gosh, uh, Lee Murphy. Man, I mean, um, I, I was saying if he can uh, win uh, Kent County and then, uh, you know, 40% of the, of the vote perhaps in yeah. uh, Newcastle County, he could win yeah. this over Lisa Blunt Rochester. He, uh, he handily... Mm-hmm. Uh, he won Sussex handily. He won Kent County, which uh, is uh, quite an accomplishment. Uh, and yet, uh, still, the Democrats got the vote out for Lisa Blunt Rochester, two to one in Newcastle County, uh, where there are more people than Kent and Sussex combined. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I, with all of our statewide, particularly Lee and Julianne, who have run in the past, I mean, they did everything they could think of. We did everything we could to help them. We had um, uh, just I gave them money. We we did campaigns for them. We, I put out that um, Lisa Blount Rochester walks walks in lockstep with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time with the Abbey Road mock-up. Mm-hmm. Um, we did uh, we did a newspaper that had the AGs dropping gun charges on the front page of it to help Julianne. Um, I mean, it just. Um, and, 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 and let me let me interrupt on that one too, because I think of all the campaigns, the Julianne Murray was the most compelling, the most meaningful, and the one that people could relate to. You got folks in the city uh, in Dover, folks in the city in Wilmington, and they are suffering because of the lack of prosecution of gun crimes. And yet, here's Julianne Murray. Uh, she wins Sussex handily. She wins Kent, uh, which only came close last time. And and now I uh, got about sixty percent of the vote in Newcastle County. So we know that the vast majority of registered voters in Newcastle County are Democrats. What does this mean for the future of the Republican Party in Delaware generally and in Newcastle County specifically, Jane? Well, um, it if you look at it overall, we haven't won any statewide. When you look at it overall, and I've been doing analysis all morning, there were no incumbents lost. Democrat or Republican, no incumbents lost. So what we need to do is get somebody in office, right, get a foothold here. But no incumbents lost. And of the four open seats, um, the Democrats beat SMIC by 1,000 votes in uh, downstate. Yeah. And um, the Democrats uh, took um, the 20th and the 25th, Lynn May. She ran a great race, too. Now, in the 20, uh, 20th, we came within 400 votes of winning. And then we won Hilofsky. So we won three or four open seats, and all our incumbents won. Every you know, I, I have a different take on that, though, Jane. It seems to me like the GOP lost two seats in, in general. Uh, for example, the 6th mm-hmm. District, Ernie Lopez didn't run his, his seat as a Republican. He did. He lost that Senate seat. Yeah, he lost that to Russ, uh, Russ Huxtable, who I'm told is a really, ran a really good campaign. Uh, and and then uh, Smick's seat in the 20th, you know, Smick went, ran for the Senate, he lost, and in the 20th, that went to uh, Stell Parker Selby, a Democrat. So it seems like the uh, the GOP actually lost two seats overall. Right. Oh, oh no, I, I said they were open seats. We lost three of the four yeah. uh, open seats. Um, so I don't I don't think we have a different take on it. Um, but when I'm looking at it, it's really hard to beat the incumbency. And when you look at the margins, when you look at the margins, I'm concerned uh, because the margins of victory for the Democrat incumbents is overall almost uh, one and a half times the margin of victory of the uh, incumbent Republicans where there were challengers in the races. 
Um, so, and you look at Mike Ramone. Um, he's a guy who has incredible constituent services. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Mike. Excuse me. Everybody knows Mike. He helps everybody, no matter what party. He has great following. He has his morning coffees with as many Democrats as Republicans coming to it. And and yet he only won by 35 votes. Which which is insane because, I mean, yeah. here's a guy who's trying to give back money to senior citizens. Uh, he's trying to, yeah. to give back money that the state of Delaware Democrats took away uh, from everybody when it comes to trying to buy a house and things like that. Yeah. And yet it's like people are saying, yeah, um, I don't I still don't want to be able to buy a house and I still don't want mom, mom uh, to be able to have 25 percent of her property tax uh, rebate. Uh, and, and I'm wondering what happened? Why would they vote that way? What what am I missing, Jane? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's uninformed. But first of all, in the big picture, I think one of the issues is expectations. People created an expectation that my husband kept worrying, is that going to keep Republicans home? They're going to think they don't need to vote because there's going to be this red wave and somebody else has got the water. They're carrying the water. Um, I I think that the expectations um, were such that people made, um, made assumptions. The second thing is that when you look at what we did, and I'm sure there's more we could do. Um, one of the things I wanted to get done, we just didn't have the capacity to do sample ballots to hand out at every with the Republicans' names on them at every polling location, something like that. But we we put up Delaware TV. We have like 15 videos out there. We did a video uh, about the Democrats who were endorsed by the Socialist Party and put those out in the districts where we had incumbents. I mean, where we had challengers running against those incumbent or endorsed by the socialist candidates. Um, We put out this newspaper. We made 110,000 copies of this newspaper and got it out all over the state. It had all four statewide in it and a local candidate. Each candidate got 5,000 to put out in their district. We we supplied um, websites, literature, and Okay, um, let, so let me interrupt. You did so, all of this, I don't and know what else we can do? But, but what I'm hearing, social media, our website, Jane, um, Instagram, Facebook. What I'm hearing then is you did all of this, and they're either a ignoring it or b uh, Democrats are saying, "I want to take my money away from my ability to buy a house and give it to the government." <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's got to be one of yeah. those things. Or I like paying high prices at the grocery stores, so that's what I'm voting for. It's this. Or I'm a Democrat, and I don't – one of the things we tried to get out there was that some of these Democrats are not Democrats. Yes. They're socialists. Yeah. We tried to get that out. But a lot of people – I vote Democrat. There's no, I mean, I ran into people. I went to a different polling – I went to a lot of the different polling places yesterday and stood outside, asked people, you know, vote Republican. And, um, you know, I, I had – at least four times somebody say, you know, sometimes it was a little profane, but, you know, there was no way that they were going to vote for a Republican. Understood. And, um, we, there are some Republicans who feel that way, but not that many. And most we, of them are little old ladies now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that. We got to roll. Uh, Jane Brady, Chitter Republican Party, uh, post midterm. And let's get you on again and talk about this more often. Can we please? Okay. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jane.